The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf is being studied on the Shabbat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanehanu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashlema Yosef ben Sarah, Rahamim ben Adel, the Sarah bat Rachel. Ena refan adahem, ena refan adahem, ena refan adahem. Begin today's daf on Yud Gimel Amud Yishon right at the Mishnah. He omeret mukat etzani. She comes along and says that what that she is a mukat etz. Who omer loki eladirusat isha? He comes along and says no. Indeed, you are a dirusat isha, which means the reason why you're not a betulah is because somebody went with you. And therefore, each one has a machloket, uh, which means he's coming along and saying, you were be'olah before the erusin. Before we got married, you went with a guy. And therefore, you're doing the I'm not paying you any ketubah. Uh, we'll see exactly what he's claiming. We'll wait for the Gibraltar to see exactly what he's claiming. But she's coming along and saying, no, I was, uh, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not a bitulah. But it was because I was a mukat'it. Uh, I will see exactly what she's claiming. We, we have to figure out how much does she want and how much does... He want, or how much does he not want to pay? So the Gemara says, Rabban Gamliel, Rabbiel, Rabbiel, So again, you see Rabban Gamliel, like the last Mishnah, she is believed. She has a ne'emanut. We do not live from her mouth, which means she's not telling the truth, we have to assume. And therefore, We give the Hazakat that she was Dirushat Ish. You want to take money out of uh, the husband? You want a bigger claim? Bring it ayah that you are not a Dirushat Ish, and then we will believe you. So therefore, you see the same mahlukat that we had in the last Mishnah between Abangam and Rabbi Yeshua. You see it again in this case over here of where she's claiming uh, one thing and he's claiming uh, another. So now the Gabbara comes along and says, Ta'antayu bemai. Which means their ta'anot, their claims. What is the claim of the man, or the husband in this case? And what is the claim of the wife in this case? Which is, obviously, there's, it's, it's a monetary situation. Obviously. She's claiming, I was mukat'it. How much money does she want? Mm. He's claiming over here, no, you're a bi'ulat ish, you're durusat ish. How much money is he claiming? Or is he claiming that he doesn't want to pay anything? Mm. So the Gemara says, mahlukat. Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Rabbi Yohanan says, bimataim umaneh. He says the Mahlokan over here is between 200 and 100. Which means he's claiming, I was Mukat'ayetz, therefore I want 200. Regular Betulah. Like I'm Mukat'ayetz, is considered Betulah, and uh, she gets 200. Or, and he's claiming, no, I'm not giving you 200, you're a Be'ulah, and therefore I'm giving you 100. Rabbi Azar Amar, Velo Rabbi Azar comes and says, no, she's claiming, all I want is 100. Because I was a Mukat Etz. And he's claiming, I'm giving you nothing. Because the whole thing was a Mekah Ta'ud. So it's a Mahlok at exactly what the monetary claims are in this case. Mahlok to Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Al-Azhar. Rabbi Yohanan, what's the logic of Rabbi Yohanan that says the Mahlok is 200 and 100? Because he's following Rabbi Meir. And if we sing that, what does Rabbi Meir hold? Which means, whether he knew or whether he didn't know if she's a Betula or not, Matayim, which means regardless if she's a mukat'etz, 
She always gets 200. She, that's not a consideration if she's a mukat esa, she loses her ketubah. Whether he knew or whether he didn't know, even if he was assuming that she was a betulah, and she ended up becoming a mukat etz, according to the bimi'ir, she still gets 200. So therefore she's coming along and saying, what? I want my 200. And he's coming along and saying, no, listen, I married you with the, with the covenant that you're a betulah, and you're not a betulah, therefore I'm only giving you 100. So that's the disparity between the two opinions, between the, 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 the two claims, 200 or 100. The Mahloka over here is he's asking for a hundred and she's asking for a hundred and he's saying, I'm not giving you anything. And what's the logic of that? Because he holds like the Mishnah's following the Shitab the Hakamim, the Amre, Ben Hikirba, Ben Lohikirba, Mane. Good. Because the Hakamim hold, listen, whether he knew it or whether he didn't know it, bottom line, when the ladies in Mukat Ayats, she forfeits uh, part of the Ketubah, she only going to get a. Hundred. So therefore, she's claiming a hundred. And what he asked, what does he have to be claiming? Yeah. Well, he's claiming, I'm not giving you anything. So the Gabbana says, Bish, I understand why Rabbi Azar does not want to explain the Mishnah like Rabbi Yohanan, because he'd rather establish the Mishnah like Rabbanan and say, What? It's the claim is what? A hundred. But Rabbi Yohanan, why would you establish the Mishnah like Rabbi? Meir, why would it just establish the Mishnah like the prevalent shita of the Hakamim? So he was Kasabar because the Bir Azar holds, I'm sorry, the Buhanan holds, Kansab Azkat Betula. He holds when a guy gets married to a lady with the Hazakara, she was a Betula, then said Be'ula, and you find out that she's indeed a Be'ula, Yeshna Ketuva, Mane. And therefore she only gets a uh, hundred. So therefore, if, if he holds like that, if we have to say the case of the Mishnah was what? She's coming along and saying, okay, the Fahad give me a uh, hundred. So the Kabbalah says, Hacha hu ka'amar mane. So the Kabbalah says, hold it. What are you learning? So he's going to come along and say, what? I only owe you a hundred. Vihikamra mane. And what she, in the Mishnah, what is she claiming also? She's also claiming a hundred. So then the case is, Ma'ikabin ta'ana didida ta'ana dida. So then what's the difference between his ta'ana and our ta'ana, which means if you're holding that, Rabbi Yohanan, if you hold that what, that when you marry a lady, and she's, and she's found out to be what, a bi'ula, so her kituba is what, a hundred. So therefore, what do you mean? Everybody's having the same claim over the khawra. She's claiming what, I want a hundred. And he's claiming, I'm only giving you a hundred. So what's the difference, what's the, what's the difference between the two ta'ala? So Gabbara explains, Bishtama Rabbi El-Azhar, Kota Bil-Azhar, makes sense why, Hayru Diktani Tarte, this is why yeah. So therefore you have to say what? So you have to say that's why she's claiming a hundred and he's claiming according to Rabbi Yohanan, she's claiming two hundred and he's claiming a hundred. She's claiming what? Listen, I'm Mukatas, I want a full ketubah. According to the Shitan that says, that says doesn't matter. Whether he knew about it or about it, Mukat it still gets the two hundred and he's coming along and saying, No. Uh, I didn't know about the Soviet, you're a Mukataetz, or, 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 or you're a Dirusat uh, Ish. Therefore, I am only going to give you a hundred. So, therefore, you have to make the claim that she was asking for two hundred, like Rabbi Meir. Because Rabbi Meir says, Ben Ekirba, Ben Lo Otherwise, you're not going to have a Hiluk in the, uh, the, the claims. So, therefore, comes out of Yohanan says two hundred, one hundred. The Bil Azar says one hundred, zero. Comes to Gabbard and says, Bishlamal Rabbi El Azar. According to Rabbi El Azar. It's good, meaning according to him, he said the claims is what? Uh, 100 and uh, 0. So the Gemara says, Hainu diktani tarti. 
That's why you need to have two cases, which means we have two cases where we have Mahluk and and Yeshua. We have our first Mishnah. That was the case where she comes along and says that I became a Be'ula, Mishin'erasti, Ne'enasti. And uh, this case over here, where she's coming along and saying, Mukat'etz. We have two cases where the Bangalore says Ne'emenet, and the Yeshua says, Ene'emenet. So Gemara comes along and says, Be'ishtamal, Rabbi'il Azar, according to Rabbi'il Azar, that said that the claim in this Mishnah was what? Or 100 and... Uh, zero when she's claiming nothing. Hainu diktani tante. That's why you have to say we have two mishnayot. Why? Hada laapuke midrabi barhama. One mishnah is coming to exclude the shita of rabi barhama. We'll see what that is in a minute. Hada laapuke midrabi hiya bar abin amar of sheshat. Want to exclude the opinion of Rabhiyah. Now let's read Rashi. Hada la pukeh with the Bibar Hamab Hada la pukeh. He omit it. When she comes along and says, Mishin erasti ne erasti, right? Tana le mitniba vehaya mikhi mekahtaud. And what? He came along and said, No. This happened before we got married. What's the Gemara's language? What's the Mishnah's language? He's telling that what it is indeed a. Mekataut, legamri, mashma. But my father is saying it's in the totality. Ve'en la klum. It's like, it's his mashma, he's saying in the first mishnah, en la klum, that I'm not giving you anything. La pukem with Rafhayab Rabin. That's the exclusion of Rafhayab Rabin. The Amar Le'el, Kansa Be'azkat Betulah Ve'nimsad Le'ola, Yeshta Ketuva Maneh. Oh, so if I need the first mishnah, la pukem that shita, that says when you marry a Be'azkat Betulah and you find out she's a Be'ulah, she gets a uh, hundred. But you see from our first Mishnah that the, his claim is what? Mekartaut. And therefore Mekartaut is not giving you anything. So that's why I need the first Mishnah. Next, let's continue. Rashi Vetanahi Omerit Mukat Eitz. When in our Mishnah, when she came along and said she's a Mukat Eitz, and he la'apukeh midrabi barhama, da'amal le'gabim Mukat Eitz, abal lo'akir ba'advri ha'kol, melokinum. Very good. Which means, according to Rabbi Barhama, he said that uh, when she's a Mukat Eitz, uh, she gets nothing. Which means Loikirba, like in this case of I didn't know uh, what she was. He was she was assuming he was assuming that she was a Betula. And Loikiba found that So the opinion of Rabbi Barhama is that in that case of it she gets nothing. But you see in this Mishnah, she gets nothing. But you see in that Mishnah not like that, because she has a claim. So it must be she gets something. So therefore according to the Gibra says according to the Bil Azar, I understand the Hitush of both Mishnayot. I understand the hadus of the first Mishnah, meaning when the Mishnah comes along and says, uh, when the husband says, no, you were uh, before the marriage, and what does he say? He's claiming that she gets nothing. nothing. So I understand that. Why? Because that's the Apuket Shitab that says, in that case over there, when you were Kansab, she, she gets a hundred. So that's why we have the first Mishnah that says, no, it is indeed a Mekahtaut. Oh, I need the second Mishnah to come and tell me that when she comes along and says, Mukat'et, she gets something. Now, Pukhet, she comes along and says that when she says a Mukat'et, and it was Loi Kirba, she gets nothing. So therefore, I understand why you need those two Mishnayot. But according to Rabbi Yohanan, what do you need two cases? Now, what do you mean, Ela Rabbi Yohanan? So, look at she. She sets up the question. Ela Rabbi Yohanan, the Amar. Kansa Be'azkat Betula. Right? A guy gets married, Be'azkat, and she's Betula. Venim said, Be'ula, Yeshna Ketuvah Mane. He holds that what? She still gets a Ketuvah Mane. Imken, Mai Mekah Ta'ud Tiktani, Amataim, Aval Mane Yeshla, Lamali Limitni Klal Lahi. Which means, in our case, 
uh, in the Mishnah, what was the case? She's claiming what? According to Rabbi Hanan, what's her claim? She wants 200, correct? And what's his claim? He's coming along and saying, I only want to give you 100, right? The mahluk is between Matayim and Maneh. So that she says, According to Rabbi Hanan, says that when a guy gets married, she's a betula. Yes, that is indeed a hundred in Ken. My mekahtaud diktani, which means when it says in the first Mishnah, right? In the first Mishnah, what was the case? She comes along and says, Enasti, And then he comes along and says, No, it's a mekahtaud, it was from before. Now, what is the mekahtaud of it? What is exactly is mekahtaud? You have to say what? That she was claiming that I want the full 200. And you have to explain the Mekah Ta'ud is really not a Mekah Ta'ud. You're saying that I don't want to give you 200, I don't want to give you 100. Because he holds that what? In the case of Haskat Betula, and you find out she's a Be'ula, she gets 100. So therefore, she's claiming 200, and he's claiming 100. Which is when it says Mekah Ta'ud in the first Mishnah, it doesn't mean Mekah Ta'ud, I'm not giving you anything. You have to explain it to Yohanan. He has to give at least 100. So it's the same case. You have the same case twice. 200 and 100, 200 and 100. What's the, what's the stuff going on between the two cases? So it comes again and says, Tati Lamadis, you need both. Hada leodiyaka kohod rabban gamliel, vehada leodiyaka kohod rabbi Yeshua. In one Mishnah to teach me how lenient rabban gamliel is, and one Mishnah to teach me how strict rabbi Yeshua is. And the Gemara explains. Kamaita, the first Mishnah, leodiyaka kohod rabbi Yeshua. That Rabbi Yoshua says, even in the first case of the Mishnah, uh, we are, she, there's no Ne'emanut. Even though she has a Miku, she's coming along and saying, even though she has a Miku, she couldn't have said, and all that still, Rabbi Yoshua says, but right at the second case, which means when she comes on and says, to show you how lenient the Bangam is, what I forgot, the Leka Lebemar Migu, even though in that case there's no Migu, she's saying what she's saying, she's saying Mukat Ez, she doesn't have a better claim. So she doesn't have the believability factor, and still what? She still believes. So even though both cases are a case of she's claiming 200 and he's claiming 100, but there's a hadush in both cases, meaning how lenient the Bangam is now strict. The B Yeshua is comes the next Mishnah and says Rauha Medaberit Im Ehad. Okay. They saw her talking with a fellow that she says Bipinuya. Okay, we see that she's a single girl. Umishum Hashad Pasulin. We're concerned that she might have done something with someone that's Pasul to her, Lenatin Ul Mamzer. Now the Khemanch Nibala the Pasul Paslam and Kiwana. So she says, once she goes with a pasul, then automatically she's pasul al-kiwana, so we have to figure out who's that guy that she was talking to. What's the story uh, with this guy? So she says, Ish peloni vekohenu. No, this is the guy, and he's a kohen, therefore he's legitimate. Doesn't mean a kohen, only can be a kohen, the is fair, the point is he's kashen, therefore I am kashen to marry a kohen. The bang, again, we have the same bachlok. The bang, again, she has a ne'emanut. Again, we do not live from her words, meaning we do not trust her. We assume that she went with a natin or mamzir until she brings a proof to her words. We give the. Obviously, they're coming along and saying 
betula is only for Kohen Gadol. That's not the issue of it. We're talking about a regular Kohen. Regular Kohen cannot go with the girl that went with the Natin or Mamzir or somebody that's Pasul. But if she went with somebody that's Kashir, even though it was out of uh, wedlock, she's permissible to a Kohen. So she's coming along and saying, I think I was a Kohen. They're coming along and saying, what do you mean? So the Bible says, you believe her. The Bible says, no. We are not no Chayim. She's forbidden to a Kohen. Do you prove it? We'll see exactly what the Gemara is going to explain. What does it mean talking? We'll wait for the Gemara to explain what does it mean talking. Next case, she is a me'ubedet, she was pregnant. That's a different case. The first case, that's what I'm talking. Now already see she's pregnant. What's the story with this ubar over here? Where'd you get pregnant from? He comes over and says from so-and-so, and the guy says, yeah, Kohen. Meaning what? That she's too permissible not to marry a Kohen. Same thing, proof to her words. So comes the Gemara now and says, My Medaberet. What do you mean, Medaberet? When she's talking to a guy, what since when is talking to a guy all of a sudden now make a Pesulim over here? So comes the Gemara and says, No. My Medaberet, Zeidi Aman Nistera. It means she was secluded. She was secluded with a man. Okay, so when she's secluded with a man, you have to assume that something happened over there. So we want to know what, who was that man that she was secluded with. That she says, Even though you didn't see actually that there was a bi'ah, the Gabriel explained the logic is because they did a ma'ala. They, they, were, they wanted to treat the keuna uh, with extra strictness. And if, even though she was only secluded, we're going to assume that she was secluded with something that's forbidden done. Therefore, we made a ma'ala, a stringency by keuna. Ravaseh Amar Ravaseh says, no, Niv'ala. <laughs> when it says Medaberet, it's a nice way of saying, yeah. she actually, they know that she had a bi'ah with the guy. So the Gemara says, Mishnah Ma'ala Zi'idi, when it's the Kudasi, that says it was all it was, a seclusion, Hainu Diktani Medaberet. And that's why the Mishnah's language is Medaberet. That's what they were doing, they were talking, they were secluded. El Ravaseh, my Medaberet, but what do you mean Medaberet? You're saying that actually this testimony she made a bi'ah. The Gemara says, "Mishnah me'aliyah." The Gemara is using a nice, Mishnah uh, is using a nice lashon. How do we know that the Torah uses a euphemism when it comes to bi'ah? Dichtiv. It says the pasuk of Mishnah, "Achla u'mahata bi'ah." She ate. She cleaned her mouth. Ve'amra lo pa'ati aven. And she says, "I didn't do any evil." This is talking about a zona. She goes over there. Achla means she made the bi'ah. Mahata bi'ah. She cleans bi'ah shel mata, and then she comes down and says, "I didn't do anything." So you see what the pasuk uses the bi'ah achla. So therefore, we also say mitaberet. Yeah, mitaberet. She's talking no. really shadei biyah. Bishta malazidi. According to zidi, that says what the case is to matnistera. Haynu diktani tarte. Now I understand. We need two cases in the Mishnah. Mitaberet or meuberet. Good. You're giving two separate cases. You have one case of a, a case of Yehud. Okay, where they're speaking together, and you tell me the hadush over there. Even when they're speaking together over there, that what you have to assume that Rabbi Yosua is going to be uh, Mahmid, and he's going to say uh, still. Uh, and therefore she's going to be asura to the kiuna. And then you come and tell me the second case, the second case where she's actually pregnant. We have a yot that proof that she's pregnant that there was a bi'ah. And still the bank is going to tell me what the emenet for the kiuna. Good. So I understand why you have two cases. They're two distinct cases. Which is it's the same case. Bottom line, they so she had bi'ah or she's pregnant. Bottom line, you know exactly what she's pregnant. So what's the pshat? You're saying that she is. Um, 
that he wouldn't need both cases for repetitions. So the Gemara says, "Hada leachshir ba, vehada leachshir bebita." Oh, so you need two cases over here. One case is coming to be machshir her to marry the kiona, and the second case is coming to matir her daughter, which is she's pregnant. Let's say, right? Let's say that pregnancy turns out that she is a girl. So now the question is, could that girl marry into the kiona? So the hadush is not only is she believed for herself. That one, when she comes along and says the guy that I met with is a kashir, but she's also believed the gabeh her daughter. Now, what's the hadush in that? The hadush is because the gabeh herself, I can understand why she's believed. Because until that point, she had a hazakah that she was permissible to a kohen. So therefore, she's continuing, she stays in a hazakah. But this girl, her daughter that she's going to have, never had a hazakah that she's kashir al And so the hadush is even so, the girl is going to be kashir al So therefore, that's what you have. Two cases. What the makshir har and what the makshir bita. Hani halema damal devar makshir ba makshir be bita. Yeah, that's all. That's going to quote the opinion that says what that if you're being makshir har, you can also be makshir the daughter. Elalema damal devar makshir ba posel be bita. Michael emema. But quote the opinion that says no. She only has believability to herself. But not to the door, because the door does not have a hazaka. Mm-hmm. So therefore, how are you going to learn the Mishnah? So you want to say, no, Ravaseh, Sama, Ravaseh will hold, Kemanta, Amada, Devreh, Makshir, Ba, Makshir, Bebita. Ravaseh obviously will hold like the Chitana that says, that just like she has believability for herself, there's also believability for the door. That's why you have two cases. According to Zi'idi that says, what is Bidabirim? It's Nistera, Be'amar, Be'yoshua, Lo Be'emna. So all they were doing is secluded. And what does the Bible say? Lord, maybe that she's pasul for kehuna, even though all she was was secluded. All she committed was yehud. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking?" Ha Amar Rav didn't have teach us malkin ala yehud, which means the law is if somebody commits yehud, what do you do to them? You give them lashes. The end ostin ala yehud, but you don't oser. A lady to let's say the kehuna, or, or let's say you don't right. a lady on the, her husband or something like that, just based on yehud. And here we're doing more than lashes. Over just based on yehud, we're osering a lady to kehuna. Mm-hmm. I told Rav said yehud. The only ramifications is malkut, but we don't oser the lady based on yehud. Mm-hmm. So what's going on over here? So Gemara says, Let us say that Zaidi is not going like Rabbi Yoshua, or actually. Um, yeah, the Zaidi that says with the Bet is and the Yoshua comes along and says, Lord name that must be that Rav is not going like the Yoshua. Rav that said you give Malkut and not Osir, he's not going like the Yoshua because the Yoshua said, No, she's Osura. She's Osura to go to the uh Kohen. Mm-hmm. I can even say Rav is going like the Yoshua. They did a special stringency when it came to the Kehuna. She's regularly speaking a lady that makes you give uh, the whip. And uh, lashes, and she can go back to the husband, let's say. Oh, but when it comes to Kehuna, already with Mahmir and the Yuhasin of the Kehuna, the lineage of the Kehuna, therefore even Yehudah enough is going to be Osirah on the Kohen. Metiveh, the now asks a question. Ra'uhash nechnesa in ehad l'setir. Okay, you have witnesses, they see that she uh, entered a secluded place with a man all the or let's say a churbah, churbah is say a ruin. Mm-hmm. Now, stam, a place of a ruin, is a place where there's zonot. And therefore the assumption is in a churbah that she had a bi'ah. So you have two cases. Either stam she was secluded, or she went in the churbah, which is more of a probability that she made a bi'ah. The amnudad, and the iska. Mati, mochil izeh. What's the story with this guy that you went with? Kohenu. Says, first of all, he's a kohen. Uben ahi abahu. 
which means he's my uh, ben Ahim, he's my nephew, which means ben ahi abba. He's the, uh, uh, the, the 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 cousin, which means my uncle's son, my father's brother's son, which is a cousin, which means it's my relative. We know him. He's a kasher. The bangim are going to be the eyes of Omri. Both rabbis, the bangim again says what? They're a minute. We believe she can marry a kohen. No, we don't live based on our uh, testimony. Good, so that's the case of the Brighton. Now the Gemara analyzes. Now we understand we have two cases. The certain case is like the case of Medaberet, that's seclusion. And then you have the case of actual Hurba, which is a case of Biyah. Right? And therefore, we have two cases. Which is, now you have a certain case where there's a machloket, and you have a hurba case where there's a machloket as well, just like our Mishnah. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. but according to him that says that you don't have a case of Medaberet, he only has the case of what? When it says certain, it's as if it's like you have to you have the same case. You have the case of sit in the hurba, but if it's the same case, well, you have to repeat it twice. So the Gemara says, Hada ketani. Really, it's one case. Lesetir de hurba. Which means they were secluded in a urba. Which means in a place where there's automatically assuming there is a biyah. So it's one case. Kamara says that's not a legitimate answer. What do you mean? It says, oh, it sounds like it's two cases. So the Kamara says, Oh, it's talking about two different ruins. There's the ruins that are in the city, and there's the ruins that are in the field. What's the difference between the ruins in the city and the ruins that are in the field? You need both cases. If you just would have told me the case of the ruins that are in the city, again, a ruins, you assume that there was a bi'ah. But if it's in the city, I'll say what they are. In that case, you know why? Because the majority of the people in the city are what? Jewish. And therefore, Kishirim. Therefore, Yusuf Mahat, she was with somebody that was Kashir. That's what the Bangi Mediya says. She's the Emirate. Abal le Hurbad Dabra. However, if you tell me that was in the uh, ruin in the field, Derov Pesulim Etzla. In that case over there, Rov Pesulim Etzla, because who's in the field over there? Yangoyim. And therefore, I would assume that maybe the Bible is going to agree that what she's pesula am a model Rabbi Yeshua. I would think he agrees. That's why it says even in the Dabra, the Bible says mutar. Now go the other way. The e ashmeinan beahi. Right, if you only told me the case of Dabra, the one in the field, I would say beahi kamar Rabbi Yeshua. In that case, Rabbi Yeshua was mahmi because rov pesulim is that because the majority of people in the fields are pesulim, the goyim. About beha em amodel magilu, but in the case of the city where it's rov kishirim, I would say maybe it's model sericha. That's why you need both cases. So therefore, both cases are justified. Comes to Kabbalah says. Metive, we have a question. The Kabbalah is now going to ask another question on the essay from a Braita in the Tosiftan Ketubot. Metive, again, the case was she was Me'oberet, and they come along and say, Matibo, what's the status of the Me'oberet? She comes along, no, he's Pinoni, and he's a uh, Kohen. Say, Machlok, the Bible says, Ne'emenet, the Bible says, and an Ne'emenet. So the Kabbalah says, Zu Edut Hashayisha Keshera La. This testimony, a lady indeed is believed. She can testify for herself. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, and an Emirate. Rabbi Yeshua says, no, she's not an Emirate in this case. Actually, I have to bring a proof. Amar then Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Yeshua comes along and tells Abba Gamliel, I atem modim bishvuyash nishbit 
Don't you agree to me in the case of a Shibuya that's a lady that was taken into captivity by the Goyim? Veyesh, the Aidim Shinishmit, and there's testimony that actually that she was taken into captivity. And she comes along and says, nothing happened, I'm still that she's not believed. So therefore, just like in the case of where she has a Shibuya, that you'd say she has no one emanut. So therefore, the case of it where she's me'ubedet, also she should not have a emanut. Which is what's the meaning in the case of shivuya, right? Because what's the case of shivuya? She was held, she was taken into captivity, right? Now, the subsequent into captivity that the guim went with her, and she's come along and said nothing happened. What's the deen? And you agree with her about Gamliel? And on the Emene, she has no believability. So therefore, the same thing by the case of Me'omene. She's coming along she's pregnant now. And there's witnesses that she was, uh, she had B.A. with this guy. So therefore, the Chaurash, she should not have a Ne'emanut. Amru lo. So Rabban Gamliel comes along and tells Rabbi Yoshua, Aval, you're right. So you're right, which means in, in, in the Chaurash, there is no uh, uh, difference between the cases. Uma Efnesh, Yesh ben zu lezu. But what is the difference between the two cases? Kemah says, lezu yesh edim velezu en la'edim. If you want to make a heluk, you can come along and say, listen, by the case of the shivuya, there's witnesses. There's witnesses that saw she was taken into captivity. And once there's witnesses taken into captivity, that's like there's witnesses that she had to be out. Mm-hmm. That's what she's going to be pasul. But in this case over here, she's me'obedit. She's me'obedit. So we don't know that uh, she went with, uh, with, the, uh, with, 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 with the guy necessarily, with this guy. So the government, what are you talking about? What do you mean? The case that she's pregnant, she has idim. Even though, even though there's no two witnesses. But what's the idim over here? What do you mean? She's pregnant. And therefore, uh, uh, the, 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 the pregnancy is the biggest lie. Yeah, that what? She went. So back to the same question. Why? By the Shivuya, with this Idim, she does not have an Imanut. By the case of Me'ubinit, you tell me that she has an Imanut. What's the difference between the cases? Amru lo. So Rabbi comes back and says that. Rov of Dekukhavim, Pirutsim Ba'anayotim. He says, you know, the majority of Guim are Pirutsim Ba'anayot. Okay, now we don't understand how that answers the question. Oh, good. So Rov Pirutsim. Uh, therefore, in the case of the Shivuya, She's a pesula, but so you have a dimove also that she went with a uh, man. So why, why, why should she have a neemanut? Uh, what do you mean, rov? What is his answer by saying the rov goim a pirutzim? Bottom line, the question that was asked him is: Here you have a dim, and here you have a dim. And if the dim over here she's not neemanut, or a dim also not neemanut, she comes no rov goim pirutzim. What's the answer? So Amar Nahem. So Rabbi Yosua comes back and says: En apotropos ta'arayot. Hey, listen, you can't trust anybody when it comes to Anayot. There's no, uh, nobody that is considered a, um, a guardian when it comes to Anayot. Nobody, nobody's protected from Anayot. We have to say, what was, what was he answering back? Good, so wait, uh, the Gemara is going to explain this. Comes the Gemara and says, Let's just read the sheet for a second. Let's start with Zu Edusha Isha. Good. says, we believe her testimony in this case where she comes along and says, I had be'ah to a kashir. That was the Yoshua. So Rabbi says, you're right. Meaning, which means you're right. When it comes to the case of Shivuya, uh, I agree with you. She is not uh, believed. Oh, so Rabbi Yoshua Ka'amallah. I mean, Rabbi Yoshua, which is, he comes along, the Bangam and says along, Abal, I have to agree with you. When it comes to the case of uh, Shivuya, you're right. Oh, so then uh, Rabbi Yoshua comes back. Good. So if I'm right, 
What's the case of the Shibuya and the case of Me'uberet? Yeah. If you're agreeing with me by Shibuya, so what's the difference? So the Gemara says, so Rashi continues, Lezu Yishaydin, Shinifayla, Lekevan Shinishbit, the Ben of the Kuchavim, Ben Pirutsim, Ba'alayot, Kulanu, Kulanu Edim Shinifayla. Meaning it's automatic. Once already we know that she was taken into captivity, and we don't agree on Pirutsim, it's as if what? We had, what is this? Lezu Edim Shinifayla, Shelo Ra'ua Ela Medaberet. Aha. Which is this case over here, he's coming back and answering that there's a hiluk between the case of Shivuya and Midabirit. Mm-hmm. Which means, I agree with you, in the case of Midabirit, there'll be a hiluk that what? Mm-hmm. Which is, she could have came along and she could have said what? I didn't be at all. The banger is giving his logic. He's saying in the case where it was uh, just a, 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 a nistera, where she was taken and she was not taken, she was, she was uh, secluded. So what is she coming along and saying? I had a bi'ah, but it was to a kashir. So the banger goes, you know, you know why I believe her? She had a migu. She could have said nothing happened. So then what's already she gave a, a, a claim uh, that, 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 that she had a bi'ah, it's like it's a more nemanut. So therefore the banger was answering. There's a haluk between the case of shivuya and midaberit. Ah, so he comes along and says, he comes along back and says, Af lezu kilomar, af kan yesh ahat yesh ta'idim. Ve'atem chokim alay biyotam i'uberet. It's fine. I hear your haluk when it comes to mitaberet. But you argue against me even by mi'uberet. Your claim doesn't explain mi'uberet. But mi'uberet, it's like there's witnesses over there. So amru leh, so now he comes along and tries to answer mi'uberet. He says, rov guin pirusim. We know what that answer is. And then what? Rabbi Yoshua comes like it says, in a potropos, So at that point, we have to wait for the Gibra to give us the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the explanation. But I take continues, Oh, all this that we said, what that we believe, according to the Bangamliel, we believe are, that's what, Be'edut Isha Begufa. That's the Gabir herself. Aval, Be'edut Isha Bebita. But the Gabir believing, let's say, the child, the daughter, Everybody agrees that the child is considered a shituki. And normally a shituki means that the girl is going to be forbidden. Shituki normally means a, a girl that you don't know what her father is, and therefore every time she points, oh, is that my father? He's a shituk. You, 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 you keep her quiet because really the father is misupak. And it's normally a way of saying a lady, a girl is pasul. We'll see exactly what this means over here. Now, Gemara goes back to spend the bright day. Mind you, we're in the middle of a question, trying to make a question against Lav mm-hmm. Okay, let's start. My kamarlihu, what did Rabban Gamliel tell Rabbi Yoshua? Umay kamahadarle. And what did Rabbi Yoshua answer? Which is, what did he mean when Rabbi Yoshua asked him, Good, you answered me, Midaberit. But what about a case of Mi'uberit? So he said, Rov Goyim Pirutimim. What was he saying? And what did Rabbi Yoshua retort back when he told him, Ena Patropos Arayot? So Rabbi Yoshua says, Haki kamarlihu. Hashavtanu ala Mi'uberit. Which means, you answered me on Mi'uberet. Which means, the bank of Liel is coming along to say, uh, you got me on Mi'uberet. Which means, Mi'uberet, I really can't uh, answer you. Because really there's no Hiluk. Uh, because bottom line, you, the baby is the biggest testimony. And just like by Shivua, by Shivuya, she's not believed. Right? Because you have uh, witnesses going uh, So for sure, really, she shouldn't be believed by Mi'uberit. So Rabbanu was really coming along to say, you got me on that uh, point. Now I want to make a, a side point here. Even though he concedes, you got me, Rabban Gamaliel did not retract. 
Because you're going to see later on in the Gemara, Rabbi Gimel is going to still hold his opinion that she has an imanut even by a case of Mi'ubirat. So even though he agrees in Sivara, you're right, what's the haluk between Shivriya and Mi'ubirat? But you know what? He got me on Sivara, but I hold what I hold because I had a tradition from his rabbis, and therefore he's keeping to his opinion. However, so the Bagalel comes to the Yoshua. What's the Hiduk? What are you going to answer me in Midaberet? Which is why do you say by Midaberet she's not believed? Because I understood Shibuya. Shibuya has witnesses, and there's nothing to talk about, and all that. But Midaberet, all well, it is is seclusion. There was no witnesses for anything. Why shouldn't she be believed when she comes along and says it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a Pasul? Yeah. So that's the Bank of Eliel coming to Rabbi Yoshua. Mm-hmm. I concede to you by Meoberet, but what are you going to answer by Medaberet? Amalahem Medaberet Hainu Shivuya. He comes along and says Medaberet is the same thing as Shivuya, which means what is Shivuya? She was secluded with these men, right? She's secluded. And therefore, what is Medaberet? Uh, it's also secluded. So just like the Shivuya, you assume. That uh, she had a bi'ah, different because pasul. But the very same thing. She was secluded with a man. Yeah. You have to assume that it was uh, it was pasul. Amru lo. So Rabbi Yosef, what are you talking about? Shani shivuyat the rov of the kuchavim perutzim ba'arayotim. Which means there, there's a big difference over here. Which is the reason why I'll tell you by shivuyat, which I also know is seclusion. But seclusion, the goyim are perutzim. And then we have to assume that what that they the defiled her, and that's why that's the type of seclusion she's not going to have an emanut. So Amar Leim Ainame. So Rabbi Yosheikolon says, you know what? In the Beret also, Kevan the Estatar and Apotropos Arayot. Once already she's in seclusion and Apotropos Arayot. There's no guardian against Arayot, and therefore you have to assume that what could be Shabbiyah, and who is Shabbiyah with? Maybe she had to be out with a Natin or a Mamzer or something that's Pasul. I'm not going to take uh, her word, which is according to the Bioshua, she doesn't have a Neemanut. And therefore, there's no kids, just like by the case, which you want to come along and tell me, no, it's just a bit of it. Who knows what happened? Mm. Right? Over there, you're right, it's also a Yehud, but don't go in Pirutzimim. That's not a different type of Yehud. If something, something must happen over there. So the Bioshua says, just like something must happen in the case of Shivuya. Yeah. Something must happen also in the case of Mr. Ran, the case of Mr. Bennett, and therefore we're not going to give her a Ne'emanut. Uh, Good? Mm-hmm. So comes the Gabbana and says, Oh, now we get to the question. Katani mihat tarti Bennett or Me'obet. But bottom line, you see what? In this prayer, they were discussing two cases. They discussed the case of Mr. Bennett, and they discussed the case of Me'obet. Right, in, in the give and take between the Yoshua and Rabban Gamla, both cases came up. Mm-hmm. Which means, the case of Midaberit, Meoberit came up, and Rabban Gamla said, I agree to in Sivara, even though we still have an argument. And then by Midaberit, they also had a mahluk. So they see the arguing on both cases. Now, who is that like? That's like Za'iri. That learned they were arguing on two cases. That learned the case of Midaberit is what? Nistera. However, Tiyufta de Tiyufta Barakoit de he said, no, they were not arguing on Midaberit. They were only arguing on Meoberit. Uh, but what do you mean you see the bright of it? They were arguing on both. So Gabbara says, in the Khanami, there is a refutation against the opinion of Abbasid. Now comes the Gabbara and says another question. Meaning like this. Rabbi Yoshua. He came along and said, Midaberet is like Shivuya. 
Right? What was the Yoshua's claim? That just like by uh, Shemuya, you have to assume that there was a uh, Bi'ah. So to by Medaberet, um, you have to assume there's a Bi'ah, because he came along and said, Enapotropos, La'arayot. Good. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? There's a basic Hiluk between the two cases. Vetipukle tehatam rov pesulim etzla, veachar rov kesherim etzla. What do you mean? Rabbi Yoshua, there's a basic difference in the cases. I understand. You know what, Bashimuya, she's, she's pasu? Because who, who's taken into captivity? Goim. Mm-hmm. So who's next up? Goim. So I said, oh, Pesulim, that's why she's pasu. But she ain't in the case where she's in seclusion. Where is she? She's not with Goim. The Rov, the majority of people that are close to her, who are? Kishirim. And then for Rabbi Yoshua, that should be a Hiluk. From the fact that you see Rabbi Yoshua does not make that Hiluk. You learn the following. A poetry opinion that says Kashim in Abagam Liel, Makshir Afidu Berov Poslim. He's Makshir, meaning she has an Emanuk, even in the case of Rov Poslim, which is according to Abagam Liel. Even, let's say, not by the Shemuya, but in the case, let's say, in the, in the field. Let's say she was secluded in a ruin in the field, according to Abagam Liel, even though Rov Pesulim, it's not. Ledevrea posel, and according to the posel, who's that? Rabbi Yoshua, posel afidu berov kesherim. He's be posel even berov kesherim, like the case of the Beret, the case of the Beret, which is even in the city, where berov kesherim, Rabbi Yoshua is going to say what? That still is going to be pasusot shemachloket mikatzei lekatzei, which is when the Bible gives an emanut, it's an emanut even against the rov. Even if it's rov pesulim, and according to Yeshua, when he says eran emeret, even in the case where it's rov kesherim, okay, comes the Gemara and continues. New point: Amar Rabbi Yohanan, the Devarim Machshir Bar Rabbi Yohanan came along and said, according to opinion that says Machshir, I mean, according to Rabban Gamliel, that says she is she is the emeret for herself to say that she went with a kasher Machshir bebita. Okay, she's also Makshir by the daughter. We believe her like the daughter, but she's pregnant, let's say, right? So we believe to say what? That the daughter is going to be Kashira also for the Keona. Just like he's Posel for herself, he's Posel for the daughter as well. But the Bilazar Omer, the Devrea Makshir Ba Posel Bibita. Oh, the Bilazar says no. Even a Bangimel only gives a name Manut for her, but not for the daughter. Now, what's the logic? Why shouldn't she have a name Manut for the daughter? Gibra says a simple Hiluk. Very good, like we learned earlier. She, the mother, before this whole thing came about, she had a Hazakat that she was Kishra al And therefore, you want to, and now what? She was secluded with somebody else. She's been obeyed. Now, you want to come along and take her out of a hazaka? Why don't you take her out of a hazaka? She's coming along and saying, I'm telling you, it was a kashir. So, therefore, her claim is in consistency with her hazaka. Therefore, I'm going to say, keep the hazaka, therefore, she's permissible to the kiuna. Yeah. Her daughter, her daughter had no hazaka. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the gabbat daughter is not going to have any neemana. That's why the hazaka comes along and says, the gabbat herself shall be neemana, but not the gabbat her daughter was Rabbi Yohanan, because he referred He said, no, it's just like he's neemana for herself, she's neemana also. Legabe the daughter. So you have to say the Mefashim say that her hazaka will help for the hazak for the hazaka of a daughter. You have to say that the hazaka of the mother 
trickles down to the daughter. Yeah. Just like she, she had a hazaka, and the daughter's part of it. Therefore, to say it's the same hazaka. Therefore, you have to say it's not, uh, it's not two things. That's why the Rishonim uh, understand that. Okay. Further. Etiber bil azal Rabbi Yohanan. So Rabbi Azal asks a question to Rabbi Yohanan. Bame devarim amurim, which is when did we say, which is called Rabbi Raita. When did we say that the lady has a ne'emanut, that she went with a kasher be'edut isha begufa. Right? Legabe herself. Aval edut isha bebita. Legabe the daughter, devreakol avalad shetukeh. Everybody says the door is going to be a shituke. Now, what, normally, what does shituke mean? My love, shituke u pasul. Yeah. Shituke means she's pasula. So, therefore, you see what? There's no nemanu to get the door. You can't go against the brighter. Mm-hmm. The brighter is saying to get the door, the door is considered a shituke. So, he says, no, shituke ve kasher. She's considered a shituke, but she's kasher. So, the governor says, what are you talking? Umi ika shituke kasher? How can you be a shituke, but still be kasher? Which means you have a safek with the father is. No one has a safek with the father is. That's called a shetukeh, which is pisulah. How can you say over here? She's shetukeh, but she indeed is going to be kasher. So you in. Yeah, you do have a case. Sometimes you say, a guy could be a shetukeh, but still have kashrut. How? Kedesh Mo'el. Damar Shemo'el. Asara kwanim omdim. You have ten kwanim standing in one place, right? Upirash ehad mehem. What are the ten kwanim? Left in group. Ubaal and went and had to be out with a lady. Okay? Because you don't know who his father is. But one thing's for certain. You know his father is a Kohen. So the Gabbara says, My Shituke. What do you mean, Shituke? What dinim is he considered a Shituke? Maybe the Gabbara inheritance. Which means when let's say one of the ten guys die, and he comes along and says, Hey, that's my father. I want Yerusha. And keep quiet. Because he's Safek, you don't know if that's his father. So maybe he's a Shetukeh, like he cannot inherit any of these guys because uh, it's Safek. Maybe that's the Yanis of Shetukeh. Kabbalah says, Peshita. I mean, that's Peshut. Umiyad inan abu manu. I don't need a rabbi to come and tell me he's a Shetukeh, like he's a Mamonot. It's a Safek. Of course he's not going to get Yerusha. And he says, Kabbalah says, Eh, la shemashtikin otom midin keunah. Oh, which is they silence him the Gabe serving in the Beit Hamikdash and eating Tenuma. Which the Gabe, this child of his, even though he's definitely a Kohen, which means we do, he's a Kohen because for sure his father's good. But what we don't give him the privileges of Kehuna because we're going to see that the Hachamim through an Asmak that we're going to quote right now imposed that unless the Kohen knows who his father is, not that it's just a Kohen, it's to know who his father is. He's pasul le the truma and the keuna. Dichtiv, what does it say in the pasuk? Mamedbar chafei yud gimel. Vayda lo uzaro aharav berit keuna atolam. So the pasuk says lo uzaro aharav mish uzaro miyuhas aharav, which is only to somebody that you know is yehus, you know is lineage. Yatzaze she'en uzaro miyuhas aharav. La fuker is kavet exclude the skin. He's really a Kohen. But what? That we're not going to let him uh, serve because you don't know who was father. But really, it's kasher liuhasin. Nafkamina. If the if it was a girl that was born, let's say, from this uh, case, she's considered nikeva. Uh, uh, she can marry into the kiona. Uh, I mean, she's not considered pesula uh, of any sort. Which means you call her a shituki. But what? She's still permissible uh, to marry into the kiona. There's no there's no pesul on this uh, on this thing, which means. The Im Sakhar, also, let's say that was, it was a male, Bito, his daughter, 
will also be considered to keuna. No problem. So therefore, that's what I want to explain the blood that we mentioned above, that a lady that you don't know uh, who she was so she's considered to say that what the guy was considered to be her, and she's really considered to be her daughter, even though her daughter is a shituki, which is we're calling her shituki to be what we don't know who her father is. At Ligabel, I'd say it was a boy. We'd also call him a shituki, Ligabel, with the pasul for services, things like that. But, uh, he still, she still kishin out to marry the, uh, shituki was a girl, the boy. That what? If it was a boy that was born, he's a kohen shituki. Kashir, but cannot work. And therefore, yes, you do see that sometimes you can be kashir and still call that shituki the same time. Therefore, the Bihanats are arguing on that brighter. All the brighter said what? They made it Ligabel gufa, but Ligabel bita, the door is a shituki. What does that mean over there? It means that the child has a deed of a shituki, meaning it's a safeku the father. That's all it means. Safeku the father, but what? She's kishna l'kiwna. Nafkamina, if it would be a boy, she cannot serve in the, uh, in the, uh, Beit HaMikdash. Amen, amen.